Good morning, everyone. Yeah, this is a sleepy dad. Coming to you again, as usual, from my truck, and I'm on the way to work. I'm a little bit early, and uh, you know, all right, I've been up since about one o'clock this morning, about one thirty, and it didn't help that I went to bed pretty early last night. But I've been up. All right, it's about. 132 o'clock in the morning so it's about you know I, i'm leaving almost about a whole 30 minutes earlier than what i usually leave and you know i just want to talk about some things that i've encountered seen within the past couple of days all right yeah i'm gonna tell you right now it makes me wonder what in the world is going on one having to do with medical system all right the medical system by far healthcare has just it, it's a failure in this country all right as many people as there are going into healthcare whether it be mental health or um physical health, whatever, overall health care has just failed in this country. It is an absolute failure. And I'll, I'll dive into that. Number two, what I'm going to go through today is people and their, like, expectations. Alright? And number three, trying to figure out how to word this um it's a very delicate thing bad publicity we're gonna leave it at that all right we're gonna say bad publicity especially as a school teacher or administrator bad publicity all right so the first thing to talk about healthcare has failed this country let me tell you something all right past couple uh, the past week, I, I've been really, really at rock bottom. You know, um, things weren't going great at work. I was feeling like a failure a lot. Um, and then I started putting myself down. as like, okay, maybe this is not where I need to be. This is not what I need to be doing. But it was just one bad week. One bad week. Yesterday was wonderful. Alright, yesterday was wonderful. Things were going great, things went well. Yeah, I goofed up on an email. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Alright. But in the meantime, throughout the day, I, during my playing period when I left one school to go to the other, because I'm the only band director in my my school district, I tried calling to schedule an appointment with a mental health specialist with, with a counselor. And I'm going to tell you right now, you mental health people, your job is equally important as a regular doctor. 
Well, that dude's going fast and somewhere in a hurry. Got to tell that out, but whatever. But back to what I was saying, your job is equally important as it is to a regular doctor. All right, you are a regular doctor. You are a mental health specialist. I called one location. They wouldn't have an opening till February 9th. Jeez. Like, you couldn't. There's not an opening this week. No. Okay, well, I'm a school teacher. Uh, I'm not able to do during the daytime. I, I got to do at in the afternoons. Oh, well, I ha we have group sessions there and then. Like, legit, this person would not look at the schedule and see if there was a way to maneuver some things around to help somebody. All right, that's failure number one. All right. Number two, failure. On the way home, I call a different office. They have two counselors that would take new patients that um, one is certified for state health employees and then uh, the other one like I don't know if she is or not but bad thing about it is that like I won't know because the person that was supposed to do all the you know supposed to find out and everything I gave the majority of my information to before actually setting the appointment was supposed to call their insurance department get in touch with them whatever find out if the other counselor um, was certified or whatever to, to be able to take that you know state health state employee insurance you know that kind of stuff but here's the here's the kicker of it the other person that does take it that they know does take it would not have an opening till March alright yesterday was the end of January January 31st like I said I always do um my my episodes the day after and then I post them the next day you know I go back and I, I see if that's what I really want people to know okay you under this was not no prank call this wasn't no investigation this was not anything and I did not disclose what offices I called what companies I called or anything else but that is a straight-up failure someone who is in wanting to be a new patient who needs help who needs to talk and get things straightened out all right like I said I've been going through a lot my mom died in October here I am January and one of the questions I was asked and this is what I don't understand what's wrong with you I got asked that twice yesterday like what can we do for you I'm obviously trying to get some help. Well, why, why would I tell you what's wrong with me when I'm not in that profession? You should tell me what's wrong with me. I don't tell you how to teach your kids. 
I go and I teach your kids. Beyond that point, though, I, I one one of the questions I asked are you, are you suicidal? Have you had you know, life-threatening thoughts to do harm to yourself? I said, no. But if my truck hits a tree, I feel like I'm gonna be, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is. All right, that should be a red flag right there. There have been plenty of more, plenty of afternoons, plenty of mornings I come home where I'm going to work, and if my truck hits a tree, runs off the road and hits a tree, and I die, I'm not worried about it. I don't know if that's just acceptance and, and the fact that, like, I trust where I'm going, what I'll be doing, or the fact that, like, Maybe I am a little suicidal. I don't know. I know I've hated my marriage for the past couple weeks. I know I've hated, well, past couple weeks is an understatement. Past couple months is more like it. I know I've hated who I am and what I'm doing from time to time. Like, just general stuff like that. But not to the point where I want to go pull my gun out at home from my lockbox to sit there and just you know, shoot myself. I, I don't have that desire. Alright. I don't have that want, that drive to do that. So, no, I'm not suicidal. But the fact that these... And, and I'll never know. Like I don't know if I'm ever going to get that call back from the second company that I called yesterday. I don't know if I will. She said, All right, I'll call you back. The person on the other end of the phone. Guess what? Nope, I never got a call back. That just goes to show you, ladies and gentlemen, that the healthcare system is totally a joke here in the States. Here in this country, it is totally a joke. Alright, I got another one for you. Alright, I said I got three for you today. Number two, simply this people's expectations right people's expectations and how we want things to be all right i bought a house about two years ago in fact this all uh, let's see yeah this august will be two four years we've been moved in completely into that house all right and then the first year you start to see, all right, there's this problem, 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 so on, so on, so on, so on, all right? Not that big of a deal. Except, when you start to come across the big problems, you go, okay, how do I get this fixed? All right, this time you do this, blah, 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 yada, 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 okay. Well, two nights ago, I was sitting in my office, which is technically considered a uh, bedroom, but I mean, it's an office for me. Um, so I'm sitting in my office and I happen to look up at the ceiling. And I don't know why, I just look up the ceiling by then. And I start to see all these cracks, you know? 
like seams in the tile, stuff like that. And I start to see where, like, I start going messing with it. And I can see where, like, I press up on it just a little bit, not even much force. It flexes. The ceiling starts to flex a little bit. It's like, oh boy, something ain't right. And especially around, I happen to notice it more around the uh, the molding, the the trim. And so, what do I do? Next day, I go, I get uh, some caulk. And I start going to town, filling in those seams. And some of the seams on the tiles, I mean, this is not styrofoam up there, by the way. So, obviously, if it was styrofoam, obviously, I know there would be, you know, the rivets between the tile pieces. But this is not styrofoam. This looks like glued pieces of certain design whoever, you know, before we bought that house did that room like that, they really liked that design, so they put it on the ceiling. And I don't know if it's supposed to be up there or not, whatever, but there are pieces where some of it flexes a little and some, you know, some pieces that don't. When I was up there last night, just putting caulk up there. So my expectation, this is where we get to the people's expectations, my expectation was that here I bought a house. It's got asbestos siding on the outside, so that should last pretty much darn near forever. I have technically four bedrooms. Like I said, one's an office, so technically then I by and large limited myself to having three bedrooms. Which works great for me, for my wife, myself, and our two girls. Uh we've got a nice size living room nice kitchen um, it's not a big kitchen but it's a nice kitchen and a good dinner uh, dining room and we got like two and a half baths so you know it's a really nice place hadn't had too many problems at all really you know just trying to get rid of all the the bug infestations, you know, stuff like that. And, and really, you know, we get the occasional roach in the house. I, that's what I'm talking about, about bug infestations. All right, that, that's my that's my definition of a bug infestation. When at least once a week, if not once every two weeks, once every three weeks, whatever the, the frequency, there is a roach in the house. All right. We're not talking about no small roaches, you know, stuff like that. We're talking about dime to quarter size to half dollar size roaches, big roaches, tree roaches. All right, so not that, you know, not too big of a deal, right? But I don't want them in the house. So, you know, I, I want I want the critters out. I don't like the men. I don't want them in. This and that kind of stuff. So, apart from that, 
I'm sitting there and I'm getting all these these cracks and everything, you know, filled in with caulk and all. So now I kind of when I look at the ceiling, you can see where I've done that, and the color is a bit different than what it was written, you know, what is up there, you know, tile-wise, like a darker white, more like an eggshell meets a white surface. So, to me now, it kind of looks ugly, but it looks better than sitting here worrying about the cracks, and even still, there's a little bit of cracks, but not cracks, but the seams and all. Um, so, I'm not as worried as what I was before. So, but my expectation was that everything's fine with the place. And I'm still assuming that everything's still fine with the place. It's just from time to time, I feel like it's not, but it is. It's in really good condition. So, we're going to get to what I really wanted to talk about. This is where I want to spend a lot of time with. Those are just two things. Um, yeah, I've seen and I've noticed. But like I said, all right, so I, I feel like negative publicity is one of the most terrible things a teacher or administrator could possibly have. Really, anybody could possibly have. This is a business world now. All right, you can't duck and hide from this. This is going to become... A big thing, and just by me talking about it, obviously, it's already a big thing. Saw it on the news this morning. Not well, not on the news, but like on social media news. Um, in fact, one of the uh, newspapers where this happened had it released on Facebook, but they would not. They would not say exactly what it was. Or let me put it this way: there's two press releases, all right, by two different. Um, by two different news companies up in uh, one of the counties that I used to live in, up in the city where I used to live in and all. So the county and the city local news up there had run a report yesterday. This was sometime last night. I didn't know about it until this morning. But a one report says that a principal was arrested due to allegations, but there's an investigation on the matter. All right. That's what one company says. The other company says on this day, A suspect was arrested based on allegations of um, oh what how how would I say this? Um, well, let me put it this way: I'm gonna give it to you blunt because that's the only thing I know how to do right now with this. There was cameras in the in the girls' varsity locker room, bathroom whatever have you, and apparently they backtraced it through an investigation all the way back to this principal's device, whatever. 
Okay. Now, I don't know the guy personally, so I'm not gonna say he yeah, he did it or whatever, but if you could trace it, the signal and the recordings and everything back to that person's devices, proof's pretty much there. It's pretty much written in stone right there. But both of them miss like half the information. Or not say half the information at all. So it's a little hard to, you know, keep up with. When I say a little, I mean like it was a whole heck of a lot hard to keep up with. I couldn't tell you, you know, which way, you know, look at it. But there's one thing I've learned in my five plus years of being an educator. Bad publicity is going to be bad publicity. It's going to hurt you either way. What I was told was good publicity and bad publicity are both bad things to have as a teacher. Alright, I was told that last school year by a principal who used to be my boss and everything. I used to, you know, kind of look up at, like, you know, alright, hey, he's got his life put together. He's a pretty good guy. And then... An issue happens. Parents aren't happy. This and that. And whereas a senseless yet harmless joke was made, these parents got a hold of it and turned it into something bigger than what it needed to be turned it into a whole lot bigger than what it needed to be actually in fact it turned it so hard into a thing that it didn't need to be that they were like well if nothing happens we're going to the newspaper we're going to the the news company this and that blah 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 so what did the principal say well the principal said alright well We'll let him go, you know, this and that. But this needs to end. You don't need to be trying to damage this man any more than what this is going to do. And yet they kept on. And now my parent is 100% not allowed on campus unless you check out her child from the front office. And that's it. Then was told again after that that if she tried to do the same thing with this, this new band director there, they'll make sure that she never steps foot on campus ever again. See, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something about this story as compared to this other principal who got arrested and everything. Ooh, excuse me. Now I'm getting tired. <laughs> and I'm driving. That's not good. Um, let, let me tell you something about my previous principal that, that did this or that, you know, fell into this. First of all, the job that I was at previous to where I'm at now was a revolving door. They had a new band director. Uh, they couldn't keep one for over five years. The only person that lasted for over five years 
lasted for about 10, 13 years, but then was run off because of her life decisions. All right. She ran off because after a while being married to her husband at the time and having a couple of children with him, she felt that her personal life uh, was being scrutinized and under a microscope because she was starting to say, you know what, I want a divorce and I want to be with a woman. Okay. So parents there really were not happy with her. Granted, she may not have been doing the greatest of jobs, but still. It was still big enough an issue. Right. And then you turn around, and you get this band director there that's five years, and, and he's apparently very loved, very well liked there. And I've, I've talked to him before in the past, and he sounds, it seems like a great guy. I never have a problem talking to him about anything. And he just moves on. After five years, he moves on because, and, I, and this is what I was told afterwards, that even that band director faced issues with parents and they didn't want him there forever, this and that, like, you know, even though everybody always talks so highly about him, they, there were a lot of them that did not care about him. Okay. And then they get in another person and they get me in, and yada, 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 you know, the history. In fact, I can tell you every time I walked into that building, I was like, hey, I got a weird feeling about this, you know? Like, it was a good, weird feeling, but it was a weird feeling. I can't describe it. I think the best way I could describe it is like, knowing that, yeah, you go to church and everything else, but then when you come home at the end of the day, after that, it's like, hey, everything is completely different. You know, I don't need to worry about this. I don't need to worry about that. Yada, yada, yada. And so, you know, that, that leads to a number of issues. And parents just, oh my gosh, this is parents or something else. This, this principle allowed the parents to run the school, this and that kind of stuff. Uh, during COVID, we were told, all right, if the student is failing class, well, first we were told, all right, you know, we, we, we're out, but we still need to do stuff. We need to try to do things through Google Meet or, or uh, you know, have kids record stuff and send it in or so send it out, stuff like that. And so that's what I did. Like every day, that's what I did. 
I sat there and I worked on stuff and tried to make things right and better and this and that and yada, yada, yada. But yet, when it came time for something along the lines of like, oh, I don't know, playing in front of everybody or just kids getting prepared for their next uh, performance. That was completely off the table. And so we had to do everything virtually. Well, then, you know, that's after about a week or so. And we're noticing, like, we go on to these Zoom meetings and everything. And um, while in these Zoom meetings, the principal comes on and then he goes backwards and says, all right, look. You know, I, I know y'all have been complaining and saying, you know, kids aren't getting on to do their work and this and that. But now we need to focus on the ones that are failing. Like, if there's any of them that are failing, there's no reason they should fail, this and that, yada, yada, yada. All right, so I got to put in grades, I got to check. Okay, none of my students are failing, or this student's failing, whatever, yada, yada, yada. And so, everything's fine, except for the fact that now, I've got to go through and do all this over again, whereas the ones that are failing, they're getting the extra help that they need. They're getting all the love, attention, support that they need. To try to help them boost their grade, this and that. And guess what? Nothing, still. So then the principal within the, you know, the next month or so comes on a Zoom meeting and he goes, all right, you know, if they're not doing work for you, you know, call parents. I think that might have been number two. Yeah, I think that was number two versus number three. So let me backtrack for a second. After the first meeting, we were told, all right, you got to do this. You got to still do the work. Okay. Second meeting, kids aren't doing stuff, anything, call parents. That means parents got my cell phone number out the butt. All right. One, I can't call from the school in the first place because they took the phone out of my office and put it in this new phone system. And apparently I was not allowed to have one, but everybody else was. I don't know how the hell that happened. Band Hall don't need one. We just do it all through the intercom. Number three, after you're sitting there, you know, trying to get the kids to do stuff, after calling the parents, then if they're not doing anything, well, then you just need to focus on the ones that are failing. And if the R fail and, you know, this and that, then you need to focus on the ones that, you know, can be doing a little bit better. So basically it's like triage. All right. If you can help this child, my truck is telling me, hey, you might want to consider taking a break. You're, you may not make it to your destination, that kind of thing. So basically it's like triage. If you can help this child, 
and get it taken care of and get it done, great. If you can't, don't worry about them. And then we turn around and then we get told by the superintendent, okay, we cannot be forced to make everybody do their work. There are some kids that do not have internet. There are some kids that don't have a computer or device at home, this and that. So then they need to come up and get this device and these hotspots and this and that. Well, some of these kids don't have rods. Well, dang. All right, so now we can't fail anybody. we got to pass everybody. Because all these parents would balk at everything this guy was saying. That's what I'm trying to tell you is that a lot of this with healthcare and education and everything else, we have failed each other all the way around. Some people are like, okay, no, that can't be right. You know, that he's making this up. No, this is a legit story, a legit truth on it. Of course, I didn't give you any of the names. But this principal had so much, like, I wouldn't say influence, but so many dealings with parents that I imagine his phone would just ring and ring and ring and ring and ring. And they would chew his ear off because of whatever situation. Or they would be upset with him because of whatever other situation. So on and so on. Yada, yada, yada. And so this guy sat there and said, you know what, when this next issue goes, I'm just going to take the parents' word for it, or whatever the case it may be. And so he did, and I, he made the example out of myself. All right, so back to this other principle. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I want you to understand something, that this is just absolutely deplorable. It is inexcusable. And so when two newspaper companies, two news companies in the city that I used to live in and in the county I used to live in sit there and say, all right, this is what's going on, but they leave out half-truth on each of those stories, I'm going to tell you right now, that's very bad. They should have the same, if not almost identical, storylines. Newspaper lines, news articles, yada, yada, yada. All right, they should have darn near identical to one another. But this principal, like I said before, he was caught spying on uh, girls in the varsity locker room uh, with one of those spy cam type stuff. They backtrace it all the way back to his devices. They arrest this guy. All right, first of all, how has that stuff not been like reported in the first place? Like to me, that's the the lowest of lows you can go. People are on Facebook, social media, Twitter, whatever have you, just automatically saying how bad this guy is. All right, first of all, you don't know if this guy has a family or what. You don't know what this guy's going to have to go through. You want to volunteer yourself to find out, you go ahead and be my guest and go on and head down there. But 
I'll tell you right now, I'll never sit there and do that. It is just sickening that that even happened. And you know what's the bad part about it is, all right, I'm not saying ladies don't do this, or at least it doesn't come up that often in the news of women doing this type of act. But guys, are you serious? Are you that much gone, perv in the head or whatever to sit there and do that? Let me tell you something. There is plenty of websites out there that you can sit there and talk to women and more than likely hit it off, this and that kind of stuff. I would tell you how to find over half those. Go to any adult website. I mean, go to any adult website, and nine times out of ten in the comments, you're going to find somebody post a website saying, hey, my, my, boobs are bigger than theirs or or my man part is is twice the size of that or yada 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 and guess what you can like go and sometimes they'll post a link to sit there and go to this website and you can go on that website set yourself up a profile pay you know how much of money you want to pay for and then become a member if that's part of the deal where i forget you know i don't know i don't care but then you do all that, and then you're like, hey, all right, now I've met somebody that's close to me. They're about to look about my age. Pretty sure it's not bad. You know, wear something nice. And then we'll go from there. But you want to know the one thing they don't say? One thing they don't say is, you know, who, who they really are, this and that, blah, 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 blah. Because anonymity is based on stuff that's happened in the past. Is the internet's best friend. Everything's got to be kept so secret. But let me tell you something. Guys, how would you like it if a woman did that? Granted, you do not have to worry about predators as much as a female does, but even as a young female, oh my gosh, could you imagine? All right, so let me tell you this. Take guy uh, predator, all right? There's about one for every, like, five. One for every, like, ten, whatever the statistics are. All right? And that leads to a number of things. Homicide, um... Uh, Obsession, you know, all kinds of things like that. Alright, so you do one. A woman can have, from time to time, probably has, depending on how outgoing, depending on what type she is, depending on, you know, what, what's her strongest qualities, what's her good and desirable qualities, yada, yada, yada. One person, alright, one female can have from anywhere from about five to ten predators. You double that for a teenage girl. Triple that 
for a younger girl, for like a, a little kid. Got uh, young men, you aren't about any different, but you don't have as many. So when I tell you this is absolutely sickening, and it makes me want to like try to figure out a way to claw my eyes out. That's that's what I see. That's what I see happening. There are people online early uh, late last night, about seven, ten hours ago. Sitting there looking at those and goes, Man, I hope this don't fly. I hope they don't, you know, like just put them in jail, not do a trial, this and that, yada, yada, yada. I've always had this firm belief that if you mess with a child, you mess with, you rape somebody, whatever, molest a child, all that, all that heinous type stuff. You have two options, and you have to live up to one of the two. And that is very simple. You either be castrated from that point on, or you're going to go serving in the military where you have a very, very high chance of dying in battle. Now, you're going to do all three, but I think those, I mean, all two of those, but those are the the main two that I think. There's no sitting in prison for that kind of stuff, no getting out early, no fresh parole, stuff like that. But that's what I think should be concerning the fact that, like, that is one of the most heinous things anybody could possibly do to them. Or drink some Mountain Dews on the way to work. It's kind of almost, uh, you know, took a little dirt road trip. I'm good though. You know, I need to turn on that lane protection stuff, so you know, especially this time of the morning. There's no reason for that kind of stuff. This guy may have been married. We don't know. I don't know. I can't find them. You know anything about him? But this all—all all that was said and all that I could find of this one particular individual, this principal, was that of what he did, you know, and that he went to dealt. He went to Delta State from XYZ years to XYZ years. That he's been a principal here, you know, at, at that school where he was just arrested from, you know, this and that kind of stuff. But that's about it. Nothing else. Right? 
here, here's what I'm going to tell you. And, and I'm going to tell you this much for good right here. Um, I, I'm a firm believer that you, a, a grown man, grown woman, whatever, should not have any business being in a school at all if they feel like their mental capacity or their desire for younger kids or whatever have you, whatever you want to call it, however you want to look at it, outweighs the, the desire of, you know, getting educational learning, you know, getting the truth, getting the facts, stuff like that. That that's what I think. Right, I'm behind a garbage truck now. And that's that's probably the time they usually run on this day in this city. I it is. Let me put it this way. It was so bad when I saw it this morning. At one o'clock, one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. That I was just stunned by it. I was so disgusted by it that I was like, "Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? This is what has happened." This is what's going on. This is how messed up this person is. guy I don't care you know what he's done whatever in the past it's the actions that you do that you get caught for that that's the ones that really you know that's the stuff that matters more than anything else so you you got to really just think about it from this perspective there is no telling what's going on in that person's mind that made them do this. All right, so I'm behind this garbage truck, right? And I'm coming up to an intersection that is very like high trafficked and everything. These guys, one, they're, they're trying to get stuff done. They're thinking that like they're holding up traffic when they're really not, right? They're really not. It's just me behind them. I'm not worried about it, but they're trying to move fast and this and that. And that's great. You know, great for them. You know, because they're trying to get done. They're trying to be done at the end of the day, yada, yada, yada. They want their day to go by pretty fast. But let's face it, who wants to be standing off the back of a garbage truck all day long? Uh, 
to just, you know, deal with this and then, you know, have to deal with it all day long, you know. But these guys are moving fast, but they, like, I've just watched these people. They just sat there and threw garbage cans sitting there, you know, after they were done with it, just because, like, okay, I'm done with it. I'm going to throw it, and where it lands, where it lands, it breaks, breaks, you know, this and that. And I'm just like, okay, this is, this is pretty hardcore. So they they were moving, man. <laughs> they were moving, and if I'd been some of those people that they just had their garbage you know, picked up and everything, I'd be like, uh, why is it so loud outside? What are they doing? What's going on outside? You know, this and that kind of thing. In all actuality, and I'm gonna say this just like I'm telling you right now. People, you from from everything that I've talked about, from the healthcare system all the way to um to, to expectations, all the way down to where I just talked about with perception and how you know bad publicity is and this and that I, i've got news for you i'm gonna tell you as plain as can be as simple as i can be and as honest as i can be you have a problem we as people have a problem and it's not gonna get any better you want to have someone get better? Alright. You start implementing these new laws into place that says uh, do I really want this today? No. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out give me something to eat because I'm pretty tired and I need to wake up and yada yada yada. Alright. But you, you have to you have to understand nothing's going to change till you decide, as people, how are we going to fix things? All right, I'm going to tell you how this works. Game of Thrones had it pretty accurate. You mess with a kid, you know, along the lines of, of being a rapist or whatever, you have two options. Whatever medical procedure that needs to be done based on your gender... be done to you to where you cannot procreate, you cannot have a child, you cannot harm another child in that aspect, and or, depending on severity and, and the number uh, of victims, and or, you go serve in the military, and you get placed in a unit that, you know, you're not allowed to go off base, everything has to be, you know, Basically, you're going to be in infantry. You can expect that almost at any point you're going to die. Alright, and it's not a uh, 20, you know, it's not a uh, you know, 5 years and you're done. No, this is like, we're talking 20 plus years. 
you kiss your family goodbye, you're, you don't have family no more, this and that kind of stuff. Like, you're going to be overseas. You're going to be wherever you need to be. You are no longer allowed in states at all. You work for the government to pay off of a crime. And if you don't like that, well, then go get cash, right? Go get whatever procedure needs to be done, female, whatever, you know, this, that. His uh, permanent hysterectomy. Um, and even then, that still... They'd be like, oh, well, that doesn't really do much. You know, they'd still be able to do it. It's the same with the guy. Well, I hear catheters work. I know that's bad. I know that's terrible. But I hear catheters do work. Oh, I gotta get rolling. Sorry. If you think, you know, that that's cruel, okay. Those are the those are the two options though. And that's the thing. People forget that that's how things used to be at one point. Way back way back then. That's how brutal the the justice system, the punishment it all had to be sit there and get people to stop doing heinous stuff. Then they lowered the the, the dating age. They, they had the marriage age so low and all that by the time a young woman, a young lady, a young girl, by the time they get to where they start their very first experience of being a woman, Oh, hey, guess what? Now you're able to have children. Like, what the hell? Alright, let me tell you something. This whole, like I said before, like I said earlier, just a little while ago, and I know I'm, I'm bouncing and I'm rabbit holing. But I'm going to say it again just one more time. The quickest and easiest way to fix a lot of these problems is really simple. Improve the law, improve punishment, improve it to the point that nobody wants to commit a crime at all. Death? Sure. Here's what we can do. You either stand there and die because you killed somebody, or you end up, um, going to serve in the military where you're more than likely going to die. Okay? That's the way it needs to go. That's the way it needs to be. No waiting in a prison cell for life or 20 years or whatever. You know, nothing like that. No appeals. You know. I, I'm so sick of it. You want to go be a burglar? You want to go commit grand theft or whatever or theft or whatever guess what you have to pay it all back you cannot receive any income you go work for the military everything's provided there you go 
that, that's what's gotten wrong with our, our government system and the way we handle crime and punishment is that everything now is so, oh, well, we got to take what happened into account, their feelings, this and that, yada, yada, yada. Let me tell you something. This is why we have the problems we have. People are sick in the head. They don't care about the consequences. They just want to sit there and get their thrill, their fix, whatever. And, and that's the way it goes. So yeah, at the end of the day, if you're asking me if I'm not the most happiest of people because of all this, yeah, you're right. I'm not. We failed our country. The healthcare system has failed it. Uh, apparently there are some sick people out there that want to do unspeakable things and then and then they're going to like you know not want anybody to know and this and that people are trying to cover it up I'm, I'm just telling you right now it's it's pretty bad so I'm finally where I can get me some breakfast and then you know go get to work getting some stuff done before other people get to work and all of this and that and before I got to start my day. So this is a sleepy dad and I will see you all later. Um yeah, let's make let's make this better. Let's make this society, this culture, this this whole country better than what it is. Thanks guys. Peace.